Welcome back, everyone. Um, we are here today on today's podcast with Councilmember Tuttle. I am Councilmember Johnson. Just wrapping up a busy week. A lot of stuff happened this week, a lot of good things. Uh, we had a great time at the Christmas tree lighting where Santa and Mrs. Claus showed up and helped make this year's virtual celebration a, a memorable one. Again, in 2020, um, you know, trying to keep people safe, we had a nice socially distanced virtual event. There were a few people that came out um, that saw what we were doing. But it's a great time. Um, I saw Santa gave the mayor some coal. <laughs> <laughs> he showed a few pictures of that online. So nice gift from the mayor. If it, I told him if it makes him feel better, Santa gave me a bag too, but I'm using it for my grill. So. <laughs> Other things this week, um, the Black Alliance, which is a collaboration of organizations here in Wichita and black elected officials, so I'm, I'm a part of that, held a mass giveaway over at Atwater Neighborhood uh, Resource Center, gave away 7,100 masks to the community. This year, the Black Alliance has secured over 20,000 masks and have been giving those out um, since the beginning of the pandemic. So great event. Commissioner Cruz came over and um, Kaylee, who is the epidemiologist over at the county, and just talked about where we were now, um, where we're going, and gave a little bit of insight into the vaccine and distribution. So great event. Um, again, getting those masks out, and the Alliance is going to continue that. And if you've been watching any of our local media, print media as well, um, they've been pushing the the narrative and message about wearing masks and safety and making sure that we're taking this serious. So good week there. Uh, Councilmember Tuttle, I know you were over at the stadium for the announcement. So, Yeah, this week we received news that the Wichita Wind Surge has been invited to be an affiliate of the Minnesota Twins. So we're thrilled that affiliated baseball is really coming closer to coming back to Wichita. So it'll be an exciting time for our community when we can all gather together again. And we really did build the stadium for the fans. I can't wait for the community to be able to see how spectacular it is. It's just an amazing facility. And, and not just for fans of baseball, but there'll also be a, a whole array of community activities. I think it's 150 activities each mm-hmm. year. So even if you're not a huge baseball fan, there'll still be lots of chances to come and to see the stadium and, and be a part of it. And the fan experience the stadium offers will be really among the best in minor league baseball. There's comfortable seats and wide concourses and a range of seating and ticket pricing that are family friendly and a variety of food and drink options so everybody can find something they like. And fans and family will certainly just have a first class day when they come to the park yeah definitely and, and I know that we haven't opened the stadium but if you've walked by the stadium walked up to the fence you can start to get a sense of what that experience would be like I know we've had the privilege and honor of being able to go tour the stadium and meet with the the owners and kind of look at all the meeting rooms and just how great the stadium is going to be so I'm excited about that every time my husband and I go from district Two west for something we drive by it and my husband says every time I can't wait to get in that stadium he's really excited just to see it me too and again I love all the citizen feedback we got on it because the stadium we have is not necessarily what was proposed before and that came from citizens engaging with us. I mean, having that big Wichita on the side is just great. Right off of Kellogg, you see it, you know where you're at. It's just wonderful. Yeah, and I heard from Bob Layton, our city manager, that next steps are happening with the museum that's going to be in there too, and that it's going to be really interactive, and there's also going to be some STEM and STEAM components. So every time it just keeps getting better, we keep getting more good news. Yeah. 
And, and and one reminder, I've seen people continue to talk about baseball. It's actually a multi-sport facility, yeah, so there's a lot of potential things that can happen there, and especially with the other sports uh, here in town. Next week at the council meeting, we have a few things coming up. Uh, Dunbar Theater um, facility improvements is, is on our agenda, and for those who don't remember that full story some years ago the power cdc was able to acquire that space and look at potentially saving it and reopening a theater in northeast wichita and it's a historical theater it's the only theater in the city that the black community could use uh, several decades ago and so restoring it bringing performing arts back to the area is is wonderful and what the group has been able to do working with the city is work out this phase to where it opens uh, sooner as a neighborhood facility that can be used as they're continuing to raise money for the renderings that were uh, released earlier this summer when um, Walmart gave their generous contribution of $50,000 to to the theater. Um, I'm hearing that they're going to give some more money. Other businesses around Wichita have given money to that. So they're definitely raising money, looking forward to this uh, step in the process once approved, uh, allowing them an opportunity to kind of get some more improvements going as they're raising money. So that will be good. And then also our HUD Consolidated Plan Annual Performance and Evaluation Report. Uh, many of you tuning in probably have seen a whole lot from HUD this year. Sally's been busy doing some wonderful work for sure, um, and hearing about where these funds are going and, and what's going on. So definitely an item to, to keep in mind. We're also going to be discussing a contract renewal with Visit Wichita. Just always want to give a shout out to our partners at Visit Wichita. This has been an extremely challenging time for yeah. them. And they, I think they've just really done an exceptional job of, of continuing to work really hard and looking forward to seeing what can happen in 2021. I've had the opportunity to attend a few events that they've you know, intentionally recruited like the Women's Bowling Congress that was held up in my district last year and how hard they work to try and promote our community so that visitors will come and learn about our great amenities that we have here in Wichita. So kudos to them. We're also going to be discussing funding for a multimodal facility. Um, we'll vote to redevelop and also to redevelop nearly two entire city blocks in Delano. Uh, the blocks are just west of the new baseball stadium we we're talking about. And after demolition, the block to the north will be used to construct the city's new multimodal facility. So it'll be a parking garage, it'll be a bus stop. I think there's also going to be bicycle parking and lock and lockers. So lots of just different ways to think about multimodal as in different forms of transportation other than always just a car. So the future of the other block is still yet to be determined. You know, it's an area that maybe was seeing some blight and, and some different things. And so this is a great way to redevelop and re-energize some of our downtown core. And the developer brought the properties anticipating to have two full blocks to build the parking for the new baseball stadium. But due to some some issues with, you know, trying to acquire the property, which is certainly, you know, an issue that we had to deal with, um, we, they didn't acquire the full two blocks. So the developer sold the property, but it did acquire it to the city so that the city could put it to use. And I, and I think that's a good point. You know, I've, I've heard a little bit of um, folks who thought that we were putting people out of their homes mm -hmm. and, and all of that. But the, the truth is a developer was looking to develop and it worked out their own deals with those property owners. And then as this was developing, they said they wanted to sell property to us. And, and when we acquired it, those were vacant homes at yep. that point because the developer had already purchased them and those folks had moved. So that was definitely a, uh, a good point. And then it, it's we were joking before we got started, <laughs> but next Tuesday is our last city council meeting of the year. 
of 2020 and uh i joke that we've had five years of 2020 <laughs> and <laughs> it's a little sad but also um whereas i was looking forward to 2021 i think i'm uh, now just waiting to see what happens in 2021 yeah, 20 I don't, it's going to be hard to beat 2020 for sure we'll see what rivals um i know that Councilmember Johnson knows this, but I have kept every single agenda packet since I've been on council for now almost two years. And so I still have my 2019 pile, and now I have my 2020 pile, and I'm really excited after next week to stack them up and to see which year was bigger. Um, but uh, we, it was kind of the running joke in council last year that when you stacked all of the agenda packets for the entire year, if it would be as tall as Councilmember Tuttle. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm a solid 5'2 without hair and heels, and so it was <laughs> almost to my chin it so was almost a tuttle almost a tuttle and so really though for me it was a, a true testament to the great work that the city does and the great effort that our employees put into things we get a packet that's three or four inches tall and it looks like just paper but it really is work and meaningful work to make our city better yeah and and i have to start taking notes from council member tuttle and vice mayor claycomb because their packets are full of post-it notes <laughs> and I use highlighters and pens, but I always have to struggle to find my notes and theirs just open it up. So I need to work on that. Yeah, one. I have a slight office supply addiction. Um, and so I have a little <laughs> system that I utilize. My husband doesn't let me go down the office supply aisle at Costco anymore because I can't get, get through there without putting some stuff in the cart. Well, we have one more thing to talk about, or, or more than one, but um, definitely want to congratulate Councilmember Tuttle on her appointment to the Kansas Governor's Council on Fitness. It's an awesome achievement and something that we need to talk more to the vice mayor about because our former mayor used to say that Vice Mayor Claycomb was the fitness guru on the council, and now you're on the Governor's Council on Fitness. So now I think there's a little competition going. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's it's truly an honor. Um, before I was on council um, and, and still involved in the Health and Wellness Coalition of Wichita, which promotes healthy eating and physical activity for every generation in the greater Wichita area, and been really involved with the Wichita Master Bicycle Plan and Pedestrian Plan and the development of a food plan, and worked a great deal with um, tobacco prevention and tobacco cessation and clean indoor air. And those are the three areas that the council, the governor's council on fitness is focusing on. So I'm really excited to serve. And um, as I mentioned before, when I was on council, I, I saw the people who were on that council and the work that they were d doing and really just was always impressed and so it's it's a true honor and very humbling to be asked to do it and we have our first meeting today at one awesome. um, so it'll be exciting i can't wait until we can actually be in a room and i get to meet everyone else on the council but today will be a virtual meeting awesome awesome yeah. well before uh before we wrap up today uh, i do want to say this is not scripted but <laughs> just want to say it's been an honor um serving on the council with you thank you like to say that publicly and you have made this council better with your insights um, the challenging questions you ask we have continued to do better on our issues and ideas because of you so I wanted to say You're thank very you kind and I feel the same way about you I've learned so much from you and whenever people talk to me or ask about you or your name comes up I say that um, when I'm striving to be a, a better council member I think of you and how you represent your constituents oh, so thank you. thank you for your service to our great city thank you and happy holidays to you and yours I hope everybody in the community has a safe and happy holiday season I know it's really really challenging times for many people and um, you know 
we have to just remain steadfast that if we want to continue to think about the safety of our community, to keep wearing masks, keep social distancing, getting tested if you think you have symptoms, that's the only way that we're going to keep getting through all of this together. So even though it's challenging times, it's still a good time to celebrate and, and to think of the many blessings we all have. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I think we can wrap up with that. Um, definitely appreciate you all's time today listening to us talk about the issues and be sure to tune in next week to the next episode. Thank you.